Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you can join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. So someone asked me on Instagram, I love my partner. I suspect an affair, an emotional affair. Uh, If I bring it up, he will flip out. And I thought she meant she's having an emotional affair, but she loves her partner. If she tells her partner that she's having an emotional affair, he's going to flip out. Um, Of course, I don't know how to read. And I'm also mildly dyslexic, uh, but that's how I took it. So I answered that question, and then people are saying, oh, wait, that's not what she was asking you, John. She's saying that she thinks her partner is having an emotional affair and that she loves her partner. And if she brings it up, if she confronts him about it, he's going to flip out. So, of course, then I uh, answer that question as well. And I think this is – I think both sides, uh, both questions are – relatable in that many people have gone through either their partner having an emotional affair or uh, them, right? And so I wanted to combine the questions and turn it into a a podcast episode just under the, the general umbrella of emotional affairs. So let's talk about both sides. Now, if you had an emotional affair, um, I think here are some questions to ask yourself before you go tell your partner or confess to your partner what you did because, you know, I I think some things are better left unsaid. So, and I know that's controversial and I know some people, uh, uh, maybe you listening to this may be like, well, that's, that's wrong and you shouldn't hide things from your partner. I, I get all that, but here's the thing. The, the first question is, do you c- want to continue to have this emotional affair? Like, are you done with your 
marriage or your relationship and you want to now build something with this person you're having an emotional affair with? And usually the answer is no, right? Usually it's uh, because if that answer is yes, then okay, well, then that's a whole different story. But if that answer is no, because most people have emotional affairs because there's drift and problems in their, uh, let's just say marriage, and it just kind of, you know, happens, right? So like you connect with someone at work or someone at the gym and it's not like you're open and you're trying to seek out uh, an emotional affair. It just kind of naturally happens, right? You're you're friends with a person and then there's this closeness and then there's uh, this attraction that starts to form. So it's, it's a slow drip, right? And then once you're aware of it, then you have the choice to stop it, you know? Then you have the choice to say, okay, I don't feel good about this. What am I doing? I need to focus on my marriage and uh, I need to stop this emotional affair. And so then you have to draw boundaries and you know the, the, all the stuff that is required for you to stop that relationship. And, and you don't have to like, you know, cut the person completely out of your life un- unless the emotional affair is so powerful that that's what you really need. Um, but pull back, draw boundaries and, you know, the change your intention, right? And then I don't know if you should tell your partner because if that is happening and you're taking responsibility and ownership, what is telling your partner going to do other than um, take a crowbar to your marriage? You know, what what is telling your partner going to do to help your marriage? It's only going to crack it more. And so in that case if you're being responsible and i think the key word here is ownership if you're taking ownership of the emotional affair and you are and by ownership you know um taking action and doing something about it as far as not feeding it drawing boundaries um knowing that you are uh, drifting in the marriage and and you're now you know being attracted to someone else seeing that as a warning sign right a big red flag and then uh taking action in some cases, massive action and uh, drawing the appropriate boundaries so you don't have an emotional affair with someone else, but you, you, you try to now work on your marriage. So if you're doing that actively and you feel confident in that and that you can, you can uh, course correct, then I don't think telling your partner is a good thing, especially if the marriage is already in shaky and this is going to be what, you know um, – knocks the uh the legs uh from this marriage and the 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 the, uh, table comes crashing down so yeah so i i I don't think all confessions i I don't think all secrets must be confessed i guess and part of this comes from my own story where when i was young um my marriage started falling apart because i felt called to confess things that I did before I even met her and those confessions um it made her change her views on me and I thought that oh what a good husband looks like is just uh tells his wife everything that's ever happened that you know uh that that he's ever done wrong and um it backfired on me and there were things that she didn't have to know, you know, and it's not like I, I mean, it's not like I murdered anyone. I just, I was a boy and I, you know, um, early on before I even met her, thought with the wrong head and, you know, did some things that I kind of regretted. And 
I just, I don't know. I thought like, you know, after being married, I just want to confess everything. It was almost like I felt I was in a confessional booth and I just had to, to like confess all my quote unquote sins. And by doing so, she judged me on that and held it kind of a, a, over my head, like held it against me. And these are things I did before I even knew her. And so I don't know. I, I, I then after that realized, oh, it, there are some things that you, you should just keep to yourself that, that, that are not going to be beneficial to a relationship. Um, and it doesn't make you a bad person, you know. Uh, and also, you, you have to decide what should be expressed and what shouldn't, what is fair, what is not, you know. Um, if in this case with the emotional affair, if you can't handle it, if it has grown too big and, and, and you struggle with course correcting, you struggle with um, boundaries and all of that, uh, then that's different. You know, Then maybe you do express that to your partner because the way that I see it, you're, you're continuing the uh, affair. You know, the, you're not taking ownership, right? You're, you don't have the ability to take ownership for some reason. And that's not fair to your partner. And maybe your partner should know that, right? So that, that, that's different than you actually taking ownership and um, resolving it on your own, knowing that uh, something that, uh, you know, um, happened because there was drift. And, and, you know, I think part of, part of it is because uh, you may be very hard on yourself. So part of it is also self-compassion. And not being too hard on yourself, you know, not beating yourself up, but also don't give yourself um, excuses. You, you know, are doing something wrong. You are being unfaithful and, and it is what it is, right? Um, so, yeah, I think the big question is, are you taking ownership? Do you have the ability to? And if you are, um, maybe, I'm saying maybe, uh, it's not smart, it's not wise, it's not beneficial to your partner, Um to unload that information, right? Because the other thing you're doing is you're you're telling now you're telling your partner to carry this something that you've done, um, and, and I think there's a piece in that, that that can be irresponsible. All right, let's talk about now if the affair is um, something your partner did, and you are sus- suspecting um, that your partner is having a, an emotional or physical affair, and you know. Like this person who wrote me, uh, your partner is going to quote unquote flip out. Okay, well, first of all, if your partner flips out, it's telling in a direct measure of his or her um, doing wrong. Like (laughs) that defense to me tells me that uh, they are probably hiding something, uh, doing something wrong, Uh, unless that flipping out is just how they are and then in that case that itself should be something that you talk about as well so my answer to someone wondering if they should confront their partner if they think their partner is having an affair is uh my answer comes in the form of a question and and that is um what's the alternative so then do you hold on to that suspicion which is going to be like a virus and it's going to cause you to not trust right and then do you just like sweep that under the rug and if so is that a pattern do you do that often is that part of the reason why there's drift 
you know? It, it is you not expressing your needs or your feelings or concerns. Is that part of why there's drift in the relationship and why he is connecting with other people? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not saying it's everything, but there, there's a piece to that where you're contributing to the drift maybe, right? And so, yeah, your, your job, although it's difficult, or your piece in this is to confront. And not in an accusatory way because you don't have the facts, you don't know for sure, but in an honest, concerned about the way, uh, you know? Um, hey, listen, I found a phone number in your jacket pocket or whatever someone called looking asking for you or whatever and um can you tell me about this i'm wondering if it's uh you know or is this someone that you are seeing romantically like just curious talking about it you know now his reaction to that is going to be telling right if he flip if he's throwing chairs and shit there, he's hiding something <laughs> usually um if he explains uh and it turns out that no, you know, maybe it's a friend at work or whatever, but there's nothing going on. Um, well, then you give him the opportunity to do that. And also, um, especially for you, you don't have to walk with these stones in your shoe, right? You don't have to hold on to things and then be suspicious. I mean, it's just heavy and, and then it's life is too short to to carry that. So, yes, you, you should definitely express if... Um, you think that your partner is having an emotional affair. Now, that being said, you know, if he has lunch with an old friend <laughs> and you are, um, and that's all he's doing, and you are stalking him and confronting him and thinking that he's cheating on you and all this uh, when he's not, then that may be something that you need to own because it's coming from your own insecurity, right? Um, and maybe that's tied to your story. And and you know you need to own it because if it's a pattern, like if it's always happening in every relationship and you are jealous and suspicious all the time constantly, um, then maybe it's not something you confront in him. Maybe it's something you confront in yourself, right? Uh, talk to a therapist about it, process where that comes from and why. That's your piece to work on, uh, not his. So you have to de- determine if – there's enough reason that your suspicion is valid and you should talk to him about it, which you should, um, or the suspicion is not valid. You always blow shit up. You're very jealous and, and all those things that um, you've heard in the past and that have in the past impacted uh, relationships, right? Then that's your piece. You need to own it and you need to uh, talk to a therapist about that. As I'm talking, I'm saying need and it seems, it seems very aggressive and direct, but um, that's my belief that <laughs> that's what you need to do if you want to work on this relationship and, you know, work on your side of the bed and, and the piece that you bring to the table. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, and, and listen, you know, um, we're human affairs happen, um, whether emotional or physical, and, uh, I don't want to minimize the affair, uh, but I, I, I think sometimes we judge so quickly and, you know, someone did something wrong, it's black and white and it's over. Um, okay, but let's explore it, you know. Where's that coming from? Why did that happen? Um, how can you take ownership of whatever contributed to the drift, you know? I'm not saying that you did something wrong, um, but you're 50% of any relationship, right? So um, what is your piece? And that's 
I know that's hard to do, but that is um, what's going to promote and help your own growth is, is this constant taking ownership, um, even in cases where you were cheated on, asking yourself, um, how did I contribute to this, right? And that doesn't mean to minimize or not blame or to not hold your partner accountable. I mean, of course, all of that. But at the same time, I think a lot of times when we, when we uh, when our partners cheat on us, we point the finger at a partner. We keep that in our back pocket, use it, pull it out at every fight, and um, it, no one's going to heal from from that process, right? Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.